All right, so we are going to talk about uh, Who Killed Santa, a Murderville mystery. Um, it's a little one-off special. I think they just did it to kill time until, just to kind of keep people remembering that this is coming back. Um, what is the basic idea, Jay, of this episode? You already said it. Yeah, I, I'm pretty, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. pretty much in the name. Yeah, you already, jeez, <laughs> Sean. So did you know um, who the Santa, who played, do you remember who played Santa? Or did you I pay couldn't attention? figure out the guy. They explained who he was and over and over again. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't I, figure it out. It was Sean was. Hayes. From uh, Will oh, and the, Grace. The football. No, wait. The, you, the, no, the, football. the guy that played Santa. Was, he was the football. No, Marshawn Lynch showed up oh, as. Oh, it's Sean Hayes. Okay, that's who it was. He kept cracking, which is hilarious. Well, the, the thing is, it's Will Arnett and Jason Bateman and him do a podcast called Smartless. So that was like the whole thing was like, okay, that's why, because they bring in, I, the idea, I guess we'll just say it, the idea, of, if you haven't seen any of the Murderville stuff, is like, uh, it's a completely scripted, uh, it's a scripted show about like a murder like a murder game. A scripted slash improv, right? But yeah. then the actor that gets brought onto the episode or the celebrity that gets brought on has no idea what's going on. Everybody else has scripted lines and scenes and things to do. And so this one was uh, Jason Bateman first coming in. I thought, to- it was gonna, I thought he was going to get his own show and then she was going to get her own oh. story. Yeah, I was very, I was super disappointed with that. <laughs> yeah, because they, they kind brought of, her in, I'm like, oh. It was, it was horrible. And then the way it was uh, executed was bad. It was too. by far like, the worst one. And I love oh, everyone in sure. this. Bateman, I fucking love like. Crazy. Oh, he. Well, I, so yeah, so they bring in Jason Bateman first, and then halfway through, after the first person they kind of interview, then mm-hmm. they bring in Maya Rudolph, and he has mm-hmm. to catch her up on the murders. And then the very end, they bring in Pete Davidson for even less time. Yeah, like and then he they was all, there for like, okay, who did it? Like, wait, what? Yeah, I think they did that to like maximize any kind of effort of like tricking them or messing with them. My two favorite scenes were the CPR scene. Because Sean, what's the actor's name? Sean Hayes. Kept turning his head yep. when Bateman was coming down to give him <laughs> CPR. To <laughs> and he was cracking up. And the other scene, I thought, when they said, get him out the room when the kids were coming in. Now, if the orphans aren't a part of it, that would have been way more better. Way more better. Uh-huh. But you know what I'm saying. But they came Way in, betterer. Way betterer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they bring them in. And I was like, he goes, I got a plan. I thought he was going to put himself in the Santa suit and sit down in the chair because that would make mm-hmm. more sense to me <clears throat> than picking a right. dead body up and controlling it from the back. Right. <laughs> and I thought he was going to pretend to be Santa. But Wasn't that wasn't that Will Arnett's idea, though, for them to? Yeah, to do that with the dead body. He yeah. goes, I got an idea. And he goes back and put the dead body up. And when they're interviewing the little kids and he's like doing it. And I started cracking up. Going, okay, this is funny. And go, what did uh, Jason Bateman said? Like something really rude to one of the kids at first. So, well, get off me then. You're like, you can't say that. You're Santa Claus. Like, what? And I started laughing at that. So, there's a few parts I really laughed at, but you're right. As far as like the layout goes, the actors are great and the back and forth was really good. And I caught myself mm-hmm. laughing. Whenever I see them break, like uh, Rudolph kept breaking. Oh, yeah. She kept breaking mm-hmm. like crazy, which can't be, she, that little, your, top, your lip well, disappeared. Because they did, what did they do? They had to do an improv scene where they were uh, both bad, good cop, bad cop, mm-hmm. and he had them keep switching. And they went back and forth. That was oh, good yeah. too. But my favorite, actually, my favorite scene was Jason Bateman at one point. So the Santa Claus played by Sean Hayes gets killed and they're trying to figure it out. But at one point he's like making him pretend. He makes him pretend to be a cat. Oh, yes. And he puts down the almond milk. And he's like, you got to lick, you know, and Will Arnett was you got to lick it there. You got to lick it, Jason. They signed it. They'll do whatever it is. So they say they have to do whatever it is. I think that's the arrangement. And he's like, wait until I get you back, Will. He goes, I will get you back. You won't know when it is. Because he knows he's doing it just to humiliate him. Yes. And Mm -hmm. it's so many things you just see Arnett just cracking up. And what they're doing to Bateman. So, like, the first guy is Kurt, Kurt Bronauer, I think, is the uh, the naked guy. The announcer guy. Or oh, the, no, the naked guy they interview first. 
Okay. Who used to be on a... Oh, he, yeah, he was uh, the sport announcer? That's what they said. Is that what he was? The sport announcer? Is that what the character was? Yeah. Okay. But, like, when he takes off the towel and he's naked, you see Bateman's trying to hold, like, the pad to, like, block it, and he's just doing all the different poses. I was like... And then you could tell Arnett didn't expect him to fully go naked, too, or something, so... That was funny. And then, yeah, after that interview, they bring in Maya Rudolph. They interview, uh, I forget what the second person was. It was the uh, apprentice. The apprentice to the assistant. assistant, Not apprentice. Oh, okay. (laughs) And then, yeah, that's when Bateman's trying to explain what's happened up to that point. And then, again, they interview a third person and they bring in Pete Davidson. And I thought Mm -hmm. the ending was funny because they were like, okay, give a gift to whoever you think did it. Mm -hmm. And each one of them is like, First, they give it to uh, the captain, right? No, no, they give it to Santa. They said it was a suicide, right? Yes. So, yeah, he said suicide. He would have had to lick the thing and then shove it inside his own Yeah, because he got stabbed with a candy yeah, cane yeah. that was yep. sharp, and that's right, yeah. By licking. <laughs> by licking, by licking. By licking. And then... Uh, yeah, and then he gave it to the cat. Uh, Maya, I think, gave it to the captain, right? Yes. Tawny Newsom's character from... Yep. Uh, do you not recognize her? I don't. She looks familiar, but I... I well, she does a voice on uh, Lower Decks, the Star Trek cartoon, but she was from Space Force. Mm. The clues were uh, mm. a smudged name badge. Right. And then uh, this candy cane. What other clues were there? Uh, they like they must really like peppermint. Pe- peppermint. They really like peppermint, yeah. Um, so you try to listen to people's stories about liking this or not I don't liking li- I don't like peppermint. And something so about I, butter. His dying words were butter. Yeah, they had nothing like on the... Somebody without a name badge. You had to try to narrow that down. I like when like they don't notice the clues. Like that the, the badge was in his hand with the smudge badge. And where our, our net was right next to Bateman and he was pointing at the hand with a crumbed up thing in it. He goes, what's this in his hand? And Bateman's just still staring at the goes, And he goes, our net goes... What could this be in his hand? <laughs> and Arnett's hand is like almost in the other person's hand, trying to get Bateman to notice the thing in the hand so you can pull it out uh-huh. the hand. And I was cracking up with that too. I, I fucking, I, they're all great. Like, but you said, I just thought it was really good. You and it was really need, funny. I liked it. But you didn't need the Maya Rudolph. She could have got her own thing and they could have yeah. did something mm-hmm. different. That's why I was that. super disappointed with that. Like, I'm yeah. not saying she's the bad part either. No. She was good with you. No. When she got there, it picked up a pace. But they could have had their well, own little thing. I, I was gonna say, like, I feel like she was short changed. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, she didn't get the Pete Davis. Is that yeah? Pete, Pete Davis, Davis majorly. I mean, it's like if if they were getting paid for screen time, you know who got the least amount, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and even the end, he's the one who gives the gift to oh, Will Arnett. Will Arnett yeah. And he's like, so you don't think any of these guys killed these? You know, he's, his voice just kills. He kills. He can say almost anything. And he does so the Batman funny. voice for the Legos, Lego right? Batman, yeah. yeah. That's great. But Well, we forgot to mention uh, uh, Marshawn Lynch at the beginning. Yes. yes. He goes, always be ready for anything in this room. He goes, he wasn't in the room. <laughs> he was, he's like, you told me to be ready for anything in the room. But that's he when wasn't you in the see room. Arnett almost lose it, too. Yeah. You know, because, again, they know yes. each other so well. So yeah. They, yeah, it's bringing it, Marshawn Lynch back on again. He's Marshawn Lynch is pacing behind him trying to go all tough as shit. It was good. It was good. Because he was one of the better ones in he the was, original. Well, he said he was the best one, right? Is that what he, nope. uh, because I think he solved it, right? I was going to say, I think he did the best out of, like, all the ones from before. I, I don't remember. What, what do you want his Maybe detective Conan. name to be? Uh, I'm not a bitch. Or what do you want? Bagabitch. Bagabitch. Yeah, Detective Bagabitch. <laughs> <laughs> so they brought it back, which was great. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. We, we talked about how much we liked the first mm-hmm. actual good, season. Yeah, so good. this is a good one to kind of keep it in the mind. And then it makes me happy because then I'm like, I know now that we're going to get more. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Like I said, you were right. Like, you almost felt like she got the short end of the stick. I think it's yeah, a better they, way of putting I, it. Yeah, I was like super Because she could have carried her own. Yeah. 100%. No, for yeah. sure. Like, yeah, yeah they, they each should have had their own. Like, even. It, like they, you could tell that they were trying to make it, like I don't know, equal in a way. Well, it makes more sense though when you have those little main actors become the people you question. But when you try to do two main people trying to solve all that, 
It doesn't mm-hmm. seem legit for whatever one, whatever one it yes. is, regardless of who that person is. Right. Yeah. Why not have them all start at the same time, too? Because then they can play mm-hmm. off each other as they're going through the mystery. Or, okay, well, I got to leave you now here. You figure this mm-hmm. out. I'm, then go yeah. bring in Maya Rudolph for one and bring in Pete Davidson for one. And Because then he had to update him on it. He goes, well, Santa Claus was killed with a candy cane. Anything else? Mm-hmm. Santa Claus was killed. <laughs> yeah, that's everything, huh? Right. Yeah, that's everything. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see. We go from oh, here. He was, and there was a naked guy. Yeah, yeah. And there was a naked guy, right? <laughs> She's like, oh, naked guy. <laughs> maybe they did the naked guy part first because they're all males. Oh, yeah. Maybe, and they maybe. brought her in after that scene. That's a good, that actually makes sense because they knew they were going to kind of shock him with that. Because it was a close, it looked like a closed room set type yeah. of thing, too. So that's a good point. And he probably knew he can fuck with him like that because they do the shit together, uh-huh. but not her because they weren't on that level. They would have brought her in at the beginning, but they didn't do that because it had That's seen. a good point. Did you see why we're on the to- uh, topic of making people uncomfortable? The original, uh, the original uh, Romeo and Juliet, the original actors from like 1936 or whatever are still alive. First of all, I didn't know they were. Oh. Mm-hmm. They want to sue Paramount for the sex scene that they did in that movie because Paramount told them they wouldn't be there, but they were underage when they did that scene. Oh, you mean the Franco Zeffirelli one? Yes, whatever that That's one. not the 30s. That's like- oh. I think it's like the 60s. Right? Might as well be then. So It's the woman what? the woman that was in Black Christmas, the first Black Christmas, the main girl. But I guess they were girl. both underage, and Paramount like, made them do it, but now they're suing uh-huh. Paramount for like 500 mil. But they're going to say, what the longevity of that? Like, how's that hold? Like, somebody whispered in their ear, and it's like, you know what, it's 2022. You might get a buy Well, because they're early. also coming out with a bunch of stuff for um, uh, Blue, uh, Blue Lagoon. Oh. With stuff that they did to like uh, Brooke Shields and stuff mm. as underage and stuff. So, but you had so much time between it. Why didn't Brooke Shields come of age? I right don't now? think you think the time is just. Right I just for think that? yeah. Just, I think it's more of it's probably more of a hey shine the light on it than actually try to get money. I mean, we always knew Blue Lagoon was fucking weird for that young shit mm-hmm. though. I think everybody's always known that, right? But I think now you can push. All of it's weird when they do. But I think now you can push hard enough during movie the movie things. Really, yeah, they, they they all are. They but, all are super weird if you really think about it. But that's why that one show is so fucking like, weird. Super creepy, even though they're I mean, all of age. But they want you to believe they're teenagers fucking all the time. Euphoria, <laughs> fucking weird show. I never got into it. Never watched. No. it. you were like, I love Euphoria. I'm like, is that the one where the teenagers? Oh, no, no, because because we were fucking way more in high school than that. No, I don't think anybody's fucking as much as there as Euphoria. <laughs> well, there, there's always those shows like, you know, go back to Skins and, and this one. And then I feel like there was one other show, I, or Undressed, which was an MTV show. Oh, yes. Whenever they were out, I was always like, oh, why are they making that? Like, I, yeah, when you I've make never, it, it's weird. Yeah, 100%. Whoever's behind the idea of making that, there's mm-hmm. something else. Reason. It's fucking yeah. weird. So the guy, the, yeah, the guy that directed Grease, like his pet project after Grease was such a success, he's like, we're making this movie. Like, he was obsessed with making Blue Lagoon. And it was just like too much out. Like, to me, it feels like there's a lot of. Why isn't anybody asking more questions about right. why he was so hell bent on getting young fourteen year old, you know, Brooke mm. Shields in this? It's like just it's it's disturbing. It is. Sorry, got no, no, uh, that's fine. Thank you for listening to our Murderville podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about unwarranted but, nudity. That's what I was stuff. getting to. That was my angle. It made mm-hmm. me think of that and yeah. the Romeo and Juliet thing. And but I think now you can, with the public view of things now, you can probably get a buyout and not even take it through all that now because they don't. Paramount, mm. especially all the money they've got off everything lately, especially from Top well, Gun. Top Gun, yeah. Top Gun doing two billion fucking dollars now. I think it just clocked in at two bill. I did it. Okay. Yeah. So I think they're like, you know what? Maybe we'll get a little buyout for our grandkids or whatever because they probably don't have much time to live for whatever. Well, it is. that's why I think they don't care because Bab- I saw Babylon uh-huh. and uh, that movie is like it cost them eighty million to make and it's doing nothing. It's like two point mm. five million at the box office two weeks in. There's, I hear it's good. I, I'm going to be looking forward to it. It's an interesting watch. Well, I don't want to. Oh, you watched I, it? I saw it. I went to saw it. I heard. Okay, I told you my what I've heard is, and I haven't seen it. People, I think I hear, I hear it calls out a lot of bullshit from the 1920s Hollywood. Yes, that's bad. 
and they don't want that out there. So a lot of people that are part of that want to shit on the movie and say the movie's um, bad. Like you have a lot of now you've seen. It, I don't know what people are talking yes. about, but you have a lot of people that have been rating movies forever are saying it's horrible, and the newer people are saying this movie's great. Oh, because yeah, there's a whole group of fans for it that are like, <laughs> the more you hate it, the more you're making me love this. Yeah, and even the director Damien Chazelle, I think is how you say his name. He came out and he goes. He goes. It is a hate letter to Hollywood, but yeah, a love letter to heard. cinema. That's what. That's what. That's what I heard. And that's you got the older people that have been reviewing movies forever, hate it, and the newer people are like, "We well, like this well, movie." Now that makes sense because I'm aware of the dark underbelly because I've read. You know, it's it's all that like. He's doc- been waiting, remember he says been waiting to use underbelly all day, mm-hmm. black, like right. Black Dahlia and all that kind of like you know L.A. Confidential. Last I mean, those Soho. are all fifties. Last Night in Soho is kind it's of a lot that, like that, same yeah. idea of like all that like seedy world and stuff. So I, I've I've read you know tons of things. I knew like there's a reference in there to the Fatty Arbunk, uh, uh, Freddie Ar- Fatty Arbuckle was like a uh, famous 1920s silent star. Freddie Fatty. Fatty. Okay. Fatty Arbuckle. Uh-huh. Okay. That's you never his, heard that that's name. His nickname? No, you've heard, I've heard of Fatty. You've had to hear. He was like at the time of like. Fuck you. He was like at the time like Buster Keaton and Charlie. Chaplin I just it's a thing. known name. Like I don't know who it is, but I've I heard never, the name. I've never heard that phrase oh. either. Buster Keaton. Yeah, you never heard of Buster Keaton. I think he's making up names. <laughs> Fatty Arbuckle, he's, he's Buster so, Keaton. He's, he's making up all kinds Sean of shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, there was like an alleged- Pee Wee Herman, what? Stop, you're totally making all these up. <laughs> but he allegedly killed this girl, and it was like a big controversy, but they kind of touch on that in this movie. It's different okay. character names, because even the Margot Robbie's- well, we, we talked about the Peter Pan shit, right? Oh, yeah. I, that's, so it's, Bobby Driscoll, yeah. Yeah, so. It's sad. All that shit just. And I heard this movie kind of shows a light on that. Yep. And, and a lot of people don't like that. And I hear other people say it's a fucking amazing movie. So. Oh, okay. The fact that I didn't think about it that way makes me kind of maybe like it more now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much one way. And they said it's I want to see on, it. It's going to be on Paramount like in It's already got like a weeks. 4K release too, so. Okay. We'll watch it on Paramount, yeah. Um, but yeah, going back to even creepy things, like I watched- uh, Going back to old, creepy things. Something you think you'd ever hear it is to go back to creepy right. things. I can't remember what it was, but I watched an old 80s movie. Um, God, what was it called? But anyways, like the, the guy- Mike and me. No, the lead actor um, was Mike like a famous oh, Western actor. <laughs> the other one was Mike, Mike and me is a different movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found out a lot of shit later, yeah. What's Mike and me? It's uh, about Bubbles and- No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar to Brokeback Mountain, <laughs> except they don't go up a mountain. You just look at it, it's just a it's monkey. Just in your na- it's like the neighbor next door. Or like Mac and me when he's rolling down a mountain. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but the dad, the dad was like a- uh, I wish I could quit you. He was like an 80s- You or can, a, go away. An old Western actor that was being in this horror movie playing the dad. And the daughter, every scene was like, goodbye. And he always kissed her on the lips. Ugh, yeah. And it was just like- that seemed like a decision That's when he wanted to do. Donald Trump would do to his kids. Yes. Yeah, he was always kissing her. I was like, oh, I kiss well, her lips. Yeah, I mean, for a theatrical thing, I think, because, but there is a lot of people that used to do that. I don't know if that's creepy or not. Though. I kiss my like, mom on the cheeks and stuff. I would never, me and my mom have never touched lips. I don't, no, never when you were When you were younger, you didn't even think about it. You did it. But then when you got, as you got older, when you started realizing how weird it was, then you stopped, right? I never, it never started to stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's right. You, your mom gave you away when you were young. So it wasn't really your mind. My stepmom step-mom. never gave me mouth to mouth. He's like, Bonchki, wow, wow. Well, a lot of those <laughs> videos start that way. Yeah. Right. Stepmom. Stepmom and stepdad, and a lot of things. Oh, that's what it is. He's Have fine. a good day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he was homeschooled. <laughs> Teacher molested him. Bad part was he was homeschooled. Oh. So, not that bad. Fit mom. I yeah. got to see. I got the hots for teacher. Hey, you, you're homeschooled. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> How do I get an A in this class? <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, that, anyway, Murderville hopefully comes back sooner than later. <laughs> it went all over the place. Um, yeah, I guess oh, it just started last year, last February. Yeah, so yeah. we're still in the ball. I like it. I have to keep bringing it out. It's good. One so, season, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the ad lib versus the script is shit going back and forth and seeing who breaks. And I love that they keep the recorded break, like the break, the laughing, mm-hmm. like keep that, keep that. I want to watch that for mm-hmm. that reason. That's, it almost feels like you're watching a, you know, uh, it's planned out Saturday Night Live all the time, right? But it's when Saturday Night Live was good, right? Right. So oh, shit. I, like I, I used to watch, like, Big Bang Theory just to watch the other people around everyone see who cracks up during the filming that they couldn't, like, censor. You know, like, they couldn't cut it. You always yeah. see, like, what's-her-face always was always Any? cracking up. Kuko? Kukula? Oh, uh, Katie Cuoco. Yeah, she was always cracking up because those guys, when they start doing their, well, you know... Yeah, well, I want to see Tara. I know you're still recording. Where's Tara? Is it recording anywhere? I don't know where it's at. Yet. Who? It just made me think of a blonde. It's gonna person. be a. Then it made me think I think it's gonna be a hard watch, but it's, it's supposed I heard to be, it's gonna good. be a hard watch. Yeah, I heard it's gonna be a hard watch. What? It's a movie called Tar. We won't make you watch it. I want to watch it though. What the fuck is it? It's with uh, Kate Blanchett. And it's a lot it's, like uh, that uh, one movie conductor. where the, the guy that became a. Uh, uh, what's his name in DC Universe? Uh, Commissioner Gordon. Oh, it's a, supposed to be a lot like that movie he did, where he was the like drum. Like Drumline, oh, uh, um, Whiplash. Whiplash. It was supposed to be like a lot like Whiplash, yeah. But she's like there. a conductor, and it's supposed to be just really good. Yeah, I, I'm, mm. I, I'm with you. I, I Sorry, blonde, blonde thing really, led me to it. Not really to you guys, it. it wasn't. Uh, to me, it, was, it wasn't far fetched. Maybe you, to you guys, was one way off to another. God, I'm trying. I'm she, trying to think of the name of that. or something. Is no, no, no. If you want to stop that one, you'd be at like a sixteen thirty. That's fine. We'll leave okay. it. So, um, any other last thoughts on this episode? No, I, like I said, we, we wish they each would have had their own. We felt like yeah, she was brought in sure. late. And I think we walked herself through that and why yeah. she was. All right, cool. Back to work. Back to work. Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, or I mean, rate and review this podcast wherever we may have found it. And feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.